Hey, it's future me here. I wanted to come on here before we dive into the episode and let you guys know that it is Hot Girl Holidays on the podcast this month. Yes, I decided to make December Hot Girl Holidays. I'm sure so many people have come up with that term, but I thought of it myself to bring out to the podcast as a self-care month, but I can almost guarantee someone's already said Hot Girl Holidays a million times before but yeah it's all about self-care so today's topic is about anxiety and i just want you to remember that if you suffer from anxiety be kind to yourself be patient with yourself give yourself love tender care do the self-care take time for yourself whatever makes you happy if you want it do it if you want that starbucks drink if you need a bubble bath if you need a mental health day from work Whatever it is, do it. Take care of yourself these holidays. And without further ado, we will jump in. Thank you for tuning in to the Deepest Desires podcast, where we're being extra open and honest about our spiritual journey, the ups and downs, the wins and losses, and remembering we're all human. No pressure to feel perfect in this space because we're all just messy humans going through life. So let's dive in. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Deepest Desires podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today. It is your host, Treyana, and if you are new here, hi, hello. I hope you will join our growing community and stay with us and listen to a few more episodes. If you are returning, of course, hello, I love you and appreciate you for tuning in to another episode. So, a few housekeeping things before we get into it. I never mention, which I know if you ever have a question about it, it's like you'll just check the show notes, but I never mention it. So in case you guys didn't know, in the show notes below, I always put my um, personal Instagram, my personal TikTok, as well as the podcast Instagram, and they are direct links. So you can just click on them and, you know, get to where you need to go immediately. You don't got to go type anything in. So yeah, those are in the show notes if you want to, you know, get to see who I am, know a little bit more about me since you can't see my face. I unfortunately don't do the videos on Spotify. That is something I want to do eventually, but it's not happening yet. So if you want to get to know me, feel free to check those out. The podcast Instagram is where I spend most of my time since making it. Like I kid you not, I always leave the podcast instagram up on my phone i don't really ever switch over to my personal instagram anymore like the vibes are just good on the podcast side and i love interacting with you guys over there so if you want to interact with me more the podcast instagram is definitely the place to go but that is all i wanted to kind of address and let you guys know because i do genuinely forget to say it and if i do remember usually by the end of the episode and i only ever mention the podcast instagram (laughs) and don't tell you guys that it's in the show notes so i wanted to address that um the other thing this is episode one of season three i can't believe we're in season three already um i think in the last episode for season two i mentioned that I don't really do the episodes in a specific, like, um, amount of episodes, I guess. I just kind of do it when I 
feel like I want to change the cover art. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to get to season five. I don't remember if I said that in the last episode, but I'm excited for season five's cover art. But I think after season five, I want to switch it over to an actual picture of me. Um, just so I, I don't, I don't want you guys to feel like you don't really know who I am. I don't really just want to be a voice <laughs> behind an episode, each episode, you know? So I think season six will have a picture of me. Um, I just didn't feel called to do it yet and wanted to get episodes out right away. So I started out with just, I guess, cartoony looking pictures. I not really, you know, I don't know, animated. I don't know the best way to describe it, but you know what I'm talking about because you can see it, obviously. But yes, yeah, so first episode of season three, I'm excited. Um, and no life updates really. Yeah, I'm, I was just trying to think for a second. I don't, there's nothing that's really, nothing monumental or exciting. So we will just get into the episode now. So for today, we will be talking about high functioning anxiety. This is partly because it is something I suffer with. Mine kind of differs and switches between high functioning. And then if I am completely like drained from that, it's I, it kind of switches into like the procrastination or can't do stuff because I'm just drained, exhausted, too much anxiety. So it switches, but it's mainly high functioning anxiety. And I just feel like it's something a lot of people live with or have um, developed. So I just really wanted to touch on it. So what is high functioning anxiety, first of all? High functioning anxiety is a person living with anxiety, but functioning fairly well in daily life and others may not even notice anything going on for that person internally. That person appears put together, calm, but on the inside, they may be stressed, frazzled, worried, overthinking, or nervous. And uh, if you, you may know you have anxiety, but if this, any of this relates to you and you never categorize yourself or got diagnosed with high functioning anxiety, this is in no mean a diagnosis, but just know if you relate to any of this, I feel you. You're not alone and it can be it can feel lonely because like I said that person is just really functioning well everyone thinks everything's normal they have a great life like they can handle anything they always get everything done but internally you're like so stressed so anxious have a fear over um underperforming or coming off as not put together any number of things and it can feel lonely. It can feel like all this weight is on your shoulders, like it's you against the world. So I just want you to know if you, you know, didn't think you had high functioning anxiety before, but listen to this and like kind of feel like you relate. I just want you to know you're not alone. So, but no means don't die. Don't self-diagnose yourself and don't diagnose yourself based off what I'm saying. I These are just this is kind of what I go through as well as um, medically researched 
um, similarities between high-functioning anxiety people. So from here on, I'm going to call high-functioning anxiety HFA, okay? We're just going to shorten it. So with HFA, it dictates your daily actions and they'll all be done through anxiety. This can cause periods of burnout and feeling drained. And normally an HFA person will continue through those periods until they absolutely can't anymore and have a breakdown, meltdown, whatever you want to call it. And that is where I told you guys that I feel it switches. I feel I am fully an HFA person until I absolutely can't push myself anymore. And that is something a lot of people feel. And it's kind of inevitable that, of course, anyone suffering with HFA will have a burnout at some point, will have a meltdown. It just depends when. Everyone's period of when they have that breakdown is different. It could take someone days, weeks, months. Some people, it could take years. But that breakdown, it's just that internal mental turmoil from dealing with all that, mostly alone. Most of the time, it is fully alone. We don't have anyone to talk to or we don't want to talk to anyone or turn to anyone. And it can be really difficult because the person may not want to seek the help due to the quote-unquote pros they may lose. Now, if you aren't um why i do this every episode guys (laughs) where i forget a word i needed to use if you aren't oh my god it's right there on the tip of my tongue what why did it just slip my mind i do this every episode i could guys this needs to be like a um a inside joke see what i mean (laughs) this is about to be our inside joke is that i always forget one word each episode at least um but if you aren't if you just don't know much about high functioning anxiety or you're new to the topic um the quote-unquote pros is really just the high functioning the high functioning part um the cons are obvious, which is like the anxiety, the fear, insecurity, worries, etc. The common things with anxiety. But with high functioning anxiety, the pro is the high functioning part. That is what a lot of HFI people are scared to lose if they seek help because they are afraid that they will lose that high level of productivity, they'll become lazy, they won't perform as well or they'll seem less put together and for that reason a lot of people won't seek help a lot of people won't talk about it because they just don't want to be less worthy they don't want to just seem like they're not put together it's it's just the same things that i just mentioned they just simply don't want it to lower the value of themselves and that is based off external view and internal view. They obviously have HFI people suffer with anxiety. So obvious, obviously the normal anxious thoughts are there. Like, what if people think less of me if I seek help and then can't perform as high as I used to? Or what if I, and they won't really say, what if I think less of me? But like, it's there. The subconscious, I don't want to perform less. I don't 
want to not get as much done. I don't want to become lazy. I won't matter anymore. No one will care if I don't get as much done. No one will think I'm as great if I can't get all this stuff done. So a lot of people don't seek that help. A lot of people just internalize it, deal with it themselves. Don't try not to think about it too much. They don't really question it. They just keep going so that they can continue to be perceived as put together and perfect and like everything is done. But in the long run, it's it just hurts them because yes, the product, the high productivity is great. It is a pro. It's something we all want in our lives, but not when it's coming from a place of fear or anxiety. Not when that's the fuel or the motivator. Then it's not. It's not really a pro anymore, because you have that con right behind it that's pushing that pro so that it can be a pro. And that's not beneficial to the person who is suffering from HFA. And I can definitely tell you, if you don't suffer with this, I can definitely tell you it can be quite exhausting. But you just go. You just keep going. If you have HFA, you just keep going. (laughs) Even sometimes when you feel like you can't anymore, you just go. You do it anyways. And... You'll feel slightly accomplished, but at the same time, you're still drained. At the same time, you're like, I wish I would have, like, just rested, but, like, why would I? Then I'd just be lazy, or it wouldn't get done. Like, I have to do it. It has to get done. It's only going to get done if I do it. There's just so many moving parts to it, and at the same time, your mind is constantly moving. There's so many moving parts in your head. You're overthinking everything. You're constantly thinking. It can be hard to turn your mind off. And high-functioning anxiety people 100% suffer insomnia because our minds just don't turn off a lot of the time, even when it's time to sleep. Because even if you got everything done on your checklist, your to-do list for the day, you're sitting there thinking, well, I could have done more. I could have gotten this done too. Did I get this done? Am I sure I got this done? Should I get this done for tomorrow right now instead of sleeping? Like, am I being lazy by sleeping? And you just don't want to take that rest for yourself. Your mind just simply does not shut off. (laughs) And it can be really irritating. And that's even if you did get everything list on your done. We don't even need to get into if you didn't get everything on your list done because you already i'm sure y'all can already imagine the stress and the questions and the anger and disappointment in ourselves um so it's really a double-edged sword high functioning anxiety it it truly is it really does have that pro or con and it sucks to say a pro because it's really like a it's really like a stab in the back because it seems like a betrayal because it's like you're getting good things done things you need done but for a like a negative reason for a bad reason for a hurtful reason and it's not really there it's not anyone suffering with hfa it's not their fault as you know if you have any type of anxiety it's hard to kind of control those thoughts and put them away to the point where they don't 
debilitate you because anxiety can be debilitating and it really sucks it really does i feel for anyone that suffers with anxiety if it is debilitating for you i apologize i had an area in my life where it felt like debilitating and it it really did so i i feel for you i hope you're not in that stage in your life because oh girl it sucks it sucks but yes high functioning anxiety it's just just what it sounds like it is exactly the name um so for anyone that does suffer with any type of anxiety i do want to mention i have mentioned it in episodes before but i want to mention a couple things that have helped me um and hopefully maybe they could be a solution for you or kind of diminish it a bit just so it's like bearable but always research and look and try options that feel good to you feel like it would work for you just sometimes you got to experiment um and i don't mean don't do anything crazy don't experiment in crazy ways please don't do that um yeah just don't get crazy but i have had i guess it's only two things i'm because i'm thinking about everything i use and um they a lot of them are for energy because i used to be really tired all the time but i think for anxiety it's just the two um if you're comfortable with it i very much enjoy cbd gummies but every now and then when i would take it i couldn't figure out exactly when it would make me tired but it would make me sleepy sometimes so just be aware of that if you get them um they might be a better nighttime remedy because i didn't fully figure out when exactly it would make me tired i don't know if it was because i was already tired or i don't know i don't i don't know so just keep that in mind if you are comfortable with trying cbd i recommend the gummies over anything else i didn't really like the oil um i didn't really find that it relaxed me as much it's the little drops you put like under your tongue so i recommend the cbd gummies um the other thing i use which i got because of the cbd gummies making me sleepy i wanted something that i could use during the day um or daily and wouldn't affect me in any way i got ashwagandha and it is my holy grail i love it with my whole heart um you're supposed to take it daily but i only have to take it every few months when i first started it it used to be every two months i had to take it like it would keep my panic attacks away for two months and then i'd have one and i'm like okay today i definitely need to go take one make sure i take one because i don't want to deal with these panic attacks anymore um but i finally took one last week or the week before and it had been months since i had to take the previous one so um i don't know it works well for my body in that sense where i don't have to take them as often but it is different for everyone you may have to take them daily or you may not so i hope those two options are feasible options for you i very much enjoy both and that is the only way i ended up being able to keep my anxiety at bay 
So yes, I just wanted to give you the, those two options. Obviously, certain vitamins and stuff can help um, a lot too, like daily vitamins that you might be deficient in could just be mentally clouding your mind, I guess, or not really having you at the top of your game. There are plenty of things, plenty of vitamins that we could be deficient in that can definitely affect your mental state. So also feel free to look into that with a doctor if you want to see if you're deficient in any of those that could be the easy solution as well you just got to go pick up those vitamins and maybe it'll improve your mood but yes that is the episode for today i know it was kind of short um i had more thoughts on it yesterday but i didn't get to write them all down because it was literally i i think i mentioned before in an episode that i get my best ideas when I'm half asleep so it's really irritating because unless you want to fully ruin your sleep you don't get up to write it down or like even on your phone because the phone light like wakes you up so I got up eventually and was like I gotta write this down before I forget it but I didn't get all of it so it kind of sucks but sleep is important too so yes I hope you guys enjoyed the episode even though it wasn't all my thoughts I wanted to put in here and all the research but nonetheless it was the basis of it and just wanted you guys to know you're not alone if you have HFA or anxiety in general and give you guys a couple solutions that may help you and more natural solutions because I didn't really want medicine from a doctor. I didn't want to be prescribed anything, but sometimes it is fully necessary. So if you need it, if you have it, take it as you're supposed to. If it works for you, you don't have to stop. (laughs) It helps for certain people and for others it doesn't. So don't feel bad about it. Don't stop taking it or change your mind. Do what works best for you. But yes, that is it for today. Um, Don't forget to rate the podcast. It really helps spread it to others. And if you want to or can, please feel free to share it with anyone in your life who may need one of these episodes, who would enjoy it, who's diving into spirituality or self-help, any of that good stuff. It helps get the word out there as well. And you never know who you could be helping by sharing this podcast. So yes that is it for today i hope you guys enjoyed and i will catch you guys in the next episode bye